Did you know that there is only one black evangelist in America today who has devoted his ministry exclusively to the teaching and preaching of Bible prophecy? His name is Don Perkins, and he's here with us today. Stay tuned. Lamb and Lion Ministries presents Christ in Prophecy, a program that focuses on the fundamentals of Bible prophecy, showing how current events in the news relate to biblical predictions of end time events and the soon return of Jesus. Now, here's your host, Dr. David Reagan. Greetings in the name of Jesus, our blessed hope, and welcome to Christ in Prophecy. We have a very special guest with us today because he's one of my dearest friends, and that is Don Perkins. Don is the founder of a ministry called According to Prophecy. And Don, we are delighted to have you in the studio today. Well, Dave, I'm honored to be here. I look forward to our time together today. Okay. All right, man. Good to have you back. Good to be here, Nathan. Great to be with you. Well, I love the story of how you went from the secular field into ministry and then full-time Bible prophecy. I think everybody would love to hear it. Can you tell us your story? Well, um, I, I, let me just say this first. I've been teaching now for about 37 years, okay? okay. Uh, but 19 of those years I've been full-time. Uh, the Lord called me. I was uh, working in a, in a ministry uh, running the tape room. and uh, Living in Louisiana. In Lu living in Louisiana. And uh, we had all night prayer, and that's when the Lord spoke this calling to my heart. I accepted the call. He gave me an insatiable desire to study Bible prophecy. Mm. So I've been studying and, and, and doing that. And then uh, eventually uh, I, I wound up working for another ministry and different things. But God been dealing my heart about going full time. And uh, I should have done it a long time ago, but I met a man by the name of David Reagan. <laughs> oh, name sounds familiar. Dr. Reagan, God used him to challenge me to trust God. Tell them where uh, you met me. I met you in Crowley, Louisiana. Yeah, out in the middle that, of the rice field. Yes, and that was... Uh, <laughs> that was a little Methodist church out in the middle yes, of the rice field. That was my first time actually meeting you. I, I've, I've been following your newsletter for years. And uh, what impressed me then, back then, was uh, somebody asked a question about drawing, uh, no, about Israel. Mm -hmm. And you drew a map of Israel from scratch. And I'm looking, I said, wow, he just drew the map like that, you know. <laughs> I said, Lord, I got a long way to go, you know. <laughs> but anyway, I, I was so excited to, to be with you and meet you. And then eventually we wind up moving uh, to San Diego. And, uh, and you know, long story short, our paths crossed a number of times as oh, well. Yeah. And uh, we developed. And you were a, preaching on weekends, right? Yes, I preached on weekends. And anytime I could get a break to do it, I would do it. And uh, I, one time I had a conference with you. You brought me in for one of your meetings. And uh, you said, Don, how do you do what you do? I said, well, I, I'm. Uh, uh, the grace of God. And David said, no, you need to trust God for full-time ministry, Don. Uh -huh. He said, Don, I'm going to pray to God that you go full-time. And then he said, now when I pray for you, Don, <laughs> it's going to get hard for you on your job. Uh, well, from Dave's... I pray God to make your job so miserable you sure did. <laughs> From your lips to God's ears, <laughs> it went down here for me. But I knew, I knew that God's uh, God was, he was challenging me to step out full-time. Well, this October, we just celebrated 19 years Hallelujah. of wow. full-time ministry. Full -time. And as you shared, Dr. Reagan, when we stepped out, you know, about trusting God for this ministry, it's tough. 
Uh, it's tough, and but learning to trust God has been such a valuable thing for us. Uh, it gives you the faith to take bigger steps. Yes, and yes, steps. yes. And we've traveled the world. Yeah. Uh, God has done so many wonderful things for us. Uh, I travel. We have a new TV program now, uh, yeah. a weekly program on His channel. What's it called? Uh, it's called Your Future in Bible Prophecy. And how can people find it on His channel? Well, they can go to my website, which is www.accordingthenumber2.com. Prophecy.org. Okay. If you go to my website, we have a banner there that will okay. bounce you straight to our program. And you can watch those programs on demand. Right? On demand. You can watch yeah. them on demand. 24 7 Don Perkins. Yes, it's a weekly program. <laughs> weekly program. But I'm just honored. I'm honored uh, oh, to be with And I'm, Dr. Regan, I'm so glad that you, you had a part in challenging me to trust God. And I thank you. Well, you're very welcome, sir, and we were just delighted that you took that step. I know it was a tough one because I've been there when I step out in faith. Yes. It's one thing to talk about faith. It's one thing to preach about faith, but it's another thing to do something yes, by faith. Yes, yes. But God will meet you. I will say that uh, the Lord will meet you. Well, tell us about how the Lord has opened doors for you. Well, He's opened a lot of doors. Uh, we travel, my wife and I, we travel uh, constantly. I'm in a lot of churches. I'm in a lot of Bible conferences. Uh, I go into the local church. Uh, it doesn't matter the size, big, little, it doesn't matter. But I go into a lot of churches. And what we do, I try to teach a, a balanced uh, message of Bible prophecy. Stay away from sensationalism. Stay away from sensationalism. Stick with the Scripture. Little Stick with the, the literal interpretation of the yeah. Word of God. You won't go into error that way. Uh, I haven't had to change my message in over 37 years <laughs> because this Word does not change. It doesn't change. That's the right. Word does not change. Yeah. And as long as I stick with the Word of God, you know, we've had success. And I'm just grateful. You know, a lot of pastors today, they really don't have a, a burden for Bible prophecy. Yes. A lot of times they may take a chance on bringing us in. Right. But when they, when they allow us in and then they see uh, the, the balanced perspective of God's Word, it gives them such a excitement uh, to come in. Now, there's one church that we go to now. This next year will be our 27th consecutive year going into this church. That's pretty good when you keep getting invited yes. back. Yeah, you must 27. have a lot of sermons uh, up the sleeve there. Well, I do. I keep, up, I keep a list of what we've done there. But 27 years they brought us in. And I have a number of churches that, you know, the list is getting longer for them as well. But, you know, we come in with a simple, clear message of Bible prophecy. What is your fundamental message? My fundamental message is that Jesus is coming back. Uh, you must be ready for Him. Uh, time is winding up. The signs of the time, the indicators are before us. Uh, this is not the hour to, to play church because He is at hand to come. You know, with all so of you the, believe we're in the season of the Lord? No doubt about it, Dr. Rick. I believe we're in the last of the last days. Uh, taking a word from you, we're living on borrowed time. I believe <laughs> yeah. that. I really believe that. Yeah. You know, we've seen so much... And so many, so many things are happening uh, in our world today. Uh, I was talking with a pastor the other day, and he was asking me, well, why aren't pastors interested in Bible prophecy? I said, well, uh, I don't know why, but I will say what is happening because of all the events that are taking place, the, the sheep in the church, uh, the, the parishioners in the church are concerned about what's going on, and they are challenging their pastors That's now right. to nervous. give them answers. So what's happening, a lot of the pastors, because they hadn't been studying prophecy or teaching it, they have to deal with the issue. So either, they, either they're going to bring in a prophecy teacher yes. or they're going to have to get into the message themselves. Yeah, yeah. So what happened uh, and what's been good for us is that it has afforded us the opportunity to go into a lot of churches. I'm in a lot of different churches, you know. Some churches I go in, they have never heard Bible prophecy. So your ministry is strictly non-denominational. Well, no, yes. Well, I'm non-denominational, but I'm, I'm in a lot of denominational churches too. I go wherever God well, opens the door. But, yes. you're, but you, you're not trying to convert people to a particular no, denomination. No, no, you're no, just no. trying to bring them to Jesus. That's right. That's right. So it, we, we 
we are a non-denominational yeah. ministry, yeah. Uh, and we go into a lot of different churches, and we preach one message. I stay in my lane. My lane is to teach Bible prophecy. <laughs> that's what we do. Well, uh, what sort of reception do you find these days? Well, uh, I've been very pleased, I'll be honest with you, with the pastors that have allowed us in. Uh, and again, because I really think when they bring you in, they, they have a question. They want to know what's going on. Uh, I had one pastor that interviewed me. He, he actually had an interview with me. He said, uh, okay, if I bring Don Perkins in, wh what are you going to do? So I began to tell him sure. some of the topics we cover and things like that. So he began to ask me questions related to Bible prophecy. Well, when you consider that so many Bible prophecy teachers are caught up in sensationalism, yes. I, I don't blame them. I'd be cautious too. Yes, and many of them are very cautious. Mm -hmm. Because what they're seeing out there with all the date setters and all yeah. the different things that's going on. Why do you think then that you're the one of the few, if only, African American preachers out there on Bible prophecy? Where are all the other African American well, preachers? Well, I can't answer that question in all, in all honesty. Uh, okay. I'm grateful that the Lord called me. Uh -huh. And I'll say this for me to be teaching Bible prophecy, there is a God in heaven. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was taught as a young man in church that if you would study the book of Revelation, you could lose your mind. Lose your mind. Lose your mind. So, when I became a Christian, <laughs> I'm out safe for a while, and I would never go into the book of Revelation. Uh -huh. Now, what I've done as I've traveled, especially in a lot of black churches that I'm in, I asked a question. I said, how many here are afraid of the book of Revelation? Or you've been, you've been taught that if you study this book, you would lose your mind. Hands go up all over the church. Yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. So, I will say this. Uh, in a lot of black churches, they've been taught that. Okay. Because I was taught that. And I know that they have a fear. But when we come in and we, we bring a clear message of hope, you know, and I, one thing I tell them, Revelation 1 3, you know, the Bible yeah. says that blessed are those that read, hear, and I keep, say, keep it the same. Right it's in the scriptures. A it's a I say, while I'm talking to you about Revelation, you're going to receive a blessing. Uh -huh. I ask them, you want to be blessed? I say, here's a good way to be blessed. Yeah. Read the book of Revelation. Yeah. I say, we, in your car, put a CD on of the Revelation and listen to it. You'll be blessed just for listening to it. And what happens, what I found out when, when these pastors allow us in and they hear a simple, clear, message of hope. It gives them such strength and it encourages the body. You know, some, some pastors, I will say this, some of them look at it as Bible prophecy as uh, divisive or they say, yes. well, it's doom and gloom. Uh -huh. And I tell them, I said, no, it's not doom and gloom for the redeemed. Yeah, no. you know, the, the end of the story yeah. for us will be uh, eternal we bliss. We end. win in the end, no doubt about <laughs> yeah. it. And I say, you know, the whole book of Revelation is not doom and gloom. Now there is judgment there, mm -hmm. but that's for rebels, yeah. those who choose not to honor God. Uh, but the end of the story is going to be beautiful mm -hmm. for the redeemed. Oh, wonderful. And uh, this is the message that we teach. And what that, happens, it brings One of the messages of, of prophecy that uh, just blesses me so much is, is the Apostle Peter tells us that the only reason Jesus has not returned is because God wants more people yes. saved. Second he's Peter a merciful God. He's yeah. a merciful God. He does not God. wish that any should perish. Yes, yes. So he's long suffering, loving kindness. Yes. And. and uh, Waiting for people like you to get out there and proclaim it. Amen. Well, as you go to the different African American churches, are you are you bringing I don't want to say converts, but are you exciting people to follow? In yes, your yes, I am. And uh, as a matter of fact, I was in one church. Uh, I taught on Israel and Bible prophecy, and uh, it really helped this pastor. He said, "Brother Perkins, I've never looked at Israel that way." He said, "You know, now I have a different perspective because what I did, I gave him the Word of God related to Israel." Okay. And it blessed him. It blessed his church. You know, a lot of times they just don't know, you know. And uh, once they hear a, a clear message, uh, I try to keep it simple too. Make it, make it a simple message of Bible prophecy. Not so, 
Well, technical God has really uh, blessed you in that regard of being able to take very complex ideas and make them simple Amen. for people to understand. Amen. It's a gift that Amen. God's given you, and, and you're really good at that. Well, I'm grateful uh, to heaven <laughs> for that, you know. I'm I, getting excited. I feel like inviting you to my church right now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I put you well, on the calendar. Thing, one thing I can guarantee you about this guy, he does not lack passion or enthusiasm. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Amen. I used so to likeable. tell people. I well, used to tell people, you know, Don's going to be a pretty good preacher if he can ever just develop some enthusiasm. Well, you know, for me, Dr. Ray, I, I love and I believe what I teach. Yeah. I believe yes. it. Yeah. You know, and I want people to experience that. You know, uh, our future is going to be beautiful, and I want as many as we can to, to well, experience I'll tell you what that. we're going to do, Don. We're going to take a brief break, and okay. when we come back, we're going to focus in on the two most controversial things in Bible prophecy. Okay. Is Jesus really going to return to this earth and reign for a thousand years? Okay, beautiful. The vast majority of Christianity says no, right. He will not. And number two, is there really going to be a rapture and when is it most likely to occur? Because the rapture has come under increasing attacks yes. in these days. Yes. Okay. Look forward to it. Welcome to my working office. I can't begin to express to you how excited I am about this book, The Basics of Bible Prophecy. The book is designed for two totally different types of persons. First, it's aimed at the person who knows little or nothing about Bible prophecy, and thus it teaches the fundamentals of Bible prophecy. The other person it was prepared for is the one who is at the opposite end of the spectrum, the one who is well informed about Bible prophecy and who's looking for a guide to teaching the subject. The book contains 24 brief lessons that are illustrated with charts and diagrams and which contain discussion questions to use with a Bible study group. Bible prophecy can be a playground for fanatics or it can be green pastures for disciples. In this book, my co-author and I show how prophecy can motivate people to holiness, inspire them to evangelism, and provide them with hope. In the process, we supply answers to many intriguing questions about prophecy like the following. How should Bible prophecy be interpreted, symbolically or literally? Why are there so many end-time viewpoints, and what are they? What is the most likely sequence of end-time events? Is the rapture of the church a biblical concept? When Jesus returns, will He reign for a thousand years? What are the signs of the times, and do they indicate that we're living in the season of the Lord's return? What happens after death, and what will heaven be like? The 24 lessons can be used for either individual or group study. You can get a copy of the book with a donation of only $15 or more, including the cost of shipping. And we will include a free copy of this Prophecy Insights publication, The End Time Sign of the Exponential Curve. To order, call the number you see on the screen. Call Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Central Time, or place your order through our website at the address on the screen. Ask for offer number 835. Welcome to Christ in Prophecy and our interview of Don Perkins of According to Prophecy Ministry. And we're talking about the basics of Bible prophecy. Particularly, I want to start, Don, with the Millennial Kingdom. Brother, there is nothing I'm not looking forward to more than the Millennial Kingdom. The idea that you could sit under a vine and you live in peace and there's no animals trying to kill you and stuff yes. like that. But there are people that are saying that we're living in the Millennial Kingdom now and there's the Bible that says a thousand years and some say it's not a thousand years. Yes. And can you clean up the mess for me and tell us what is the Millennial Kingdom? Well, the Millennial Kingdom will be the thousand year reign of Christ. Exactly Ex one thousand years here on earth. Good. It's a literal prophecy that Christ must fulfill. Uh, like when he went to Calvary, that was a literal prophecy. He fulfilled it literally. 
the thousand year millennial kingdom is that prophecy as well. Isaiah 9, 6, uh, the government shall be on his shoulders. Now, some people today believe that we're in that government now. Well, I can take them to San Diego Zoo and show them that we're not. Okay. During the millennial kingdom, the Bible says that the lion uh, and the wolf will lie together. Uh, the scripture says that the lion will eat straw like the ox. Take them to San Diego Zoo and watch what the lions are eating there. They're not eating straw. You know what I mean? It is so simple to disprove whether or not we're in the millennial kingdom. Well, you now. don't understand, Don. That's all supposed to be spiritualized. That's talking about the church. Well, the 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 first coming of Christ was not was not spiritual. It was physical. You're saying all those prophecies were fulfilled literally. They were fulfilled literally, literally, and the future prophecies on his life will also be fulfilled literally as well. well how many to prophecies the, are we talking about concerning the millennial kingdom? Is it a, a small subject in the oh Bible? Oh no, it's, or is it's it? a big subject. I mean, and okay. it, it goes in detail as to what's going to happen. Well, most you know, people think it's only in the book of Revelation. It's all over Re Revelation. I mean, all over uh, the Bible. Isaiah 65. Isaiah. Yeah, yeah. Isaiah is heavy, uh, but the scripture talks about Christ sitting on the throne of his yeah. father David. Now we know when. Christ came the first time. Uh, he he rode, rode into Jerusalem on a donkey, okay, which was very humble. Zechariah said, Israel, behold, your king is coming to you lowly riding on a, on a donkey. Christ came on that donkey. That's uh, he, he, he fulfilled that physical prophecy, but you got to realize Christ is the king. That prophecy in the millennial kingdom, talking about him sitting on the throne of his father David, he's not coming back at that time riding a donkey. When Christ comes back in the second coming, the Bible says He's coming on white horses, yes, a white horse, a victorious general, a, victorious general, a yeah. conquering king. Yeah, yeah. In the millennium, Christ is coming back to take authority in the earth. So it's a physical prophecy that He must fulfill. So He'll literally be on the earth. He will literally come back to planet earth. Well, you he know, will. I'm glad you mentioned the prophecy about Him coming into Jerusalem on the donkey. Yes. Because that's in the book of Zechariah. Same, same and book. And everybody says that book is apocalyptic. And just like Revelation <laughs> is apocalyptic, and apocalyptic literature never means what it says, yet that meant what it said. Yes, it, it meant what it said because it was a literal. And that same book says same he's book. coming back to the Mount of Olives. It was a literal prophecy at the end, and the literal fulfillment will also be that well, in know, the end. You know, Don, when people tell me, and I'm, I'm the, I have to preface this by saying that what most people don't know, and that is the majority viewpoint in Christendom today yes. is that what we call amillennialism, yes. that is there, Jesus never come back to this earth to reign. That's the view of the Catholic Church, it's the view of all the major Protestant denominations. Yes. And when people tell me that he, the millennium is now, that we're in it now, that Jesus is reigning over all the world through the church right now, mm -hmm. I have to say, if that's true, he's doing a very poor job of it. And I would agree with that. I mean, because when Christ comes back in second coming, he's coming back to take authority yes. in the earth. And gonna, the earth is going to be flooded with peace, righteousness, and justice. And he's going right, to Satan will be bound for bound. a thousand years for, in a special way that he can no longer deceive, deceive the, the nations. nations. That's right. And are the nations deceived today? Oh yes, indeed, everywhere. <laughs> I told one gentleman we were debating about it. I said, listen, I said, uh, are people being deceived today? He said, yes. I said, well, we're not in the millennium yeah. Yeah. because once Christ right. binds Satan, his influence to deceive would not be there. You know what Arnold Fruchtenbaum always says? He's a Messianic Jewish yes, commentator. Yes, I know well. He always says, if we're living in the millennium now, we must be living in the slum portion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would agree with that, you know. But I'm looking forward because I, I've always said this, the millennial kingdom, uh, it's, a, it's a precursor to the eternal world. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's a precursor. God's going to give us a glimpse of what eternity will That's look right. like in the new world. And I really love that because uh, we're going to see our Savior rule and reign uh, as king, ruler, head of state, potentate, prime oh. minister, king of kings. He's going to rule the world. And we're going to rule with him. I was about to say, Dave, the most exciting part about that, we've been promised uh, that we will reign with him. 
And I really believe that's, that would be the glorified saints that come back with Him in the second coming. In fact, that was one of the things that Jesus said. He said, you're go there's going to be rewards that's and degrees right. of rewards. That's right. I'll put one person over one city, another over yes. five, another over yes. ten. He told the church in, uh, in, in, in uh, Revelation 2 and 3, He said, if you overcome, I will grant to you that you will reign with me yes. and that you will rule over cities. Right. We will help Christ rule and reign during the millennial kingdom. Amen. Now, one reason I believe He's going to use the church to help Him reign is because we will be glorified at that time. We'll mm -hmm. no longer have the sin nature. We will literally rule and reign and govern just like Christ. Right. That's right. And we will rule the nations that are coming out of the tribulation uh, who, who are yeah. saved yeah. Uh, as sheep nations going yeah. into the millennium. Yes. In the flesh. Uh, in the flesh. Yeah. And uh, we, will, we will reign and rule over them with Christ. But uh, it's going to be a wonderful time. I'm looking forward, Dave, yeah, when tell, I can... Tell me I can, a about I can, what it's going to be like living well, during this I, I want to I have me a lion in the millennium. Yeah? That lion? I want a lion in the millennium. Are you going to ride him? Or I'm, oh, I'm going to ride him, talk with him. Yes, I'm going to have him. <laughs> feed him, everything. I, I want that. I'm a big gold. I mean, just pretty mane, you know, just beautiful lion. Do you have I really want that. picked out, too? For oh, yeah. Well, from a second coming, I've already named my horse. <laughs> uh, I've done that. I, I've done that. And I believe God, you know, I believe the prophecy is literal. And I think when you understand that these prophecies will literally come to pass, it gives you a different perspective about the future. Oh, absolutely. See, we made, we, we made eternity so spooky, so bizarre. We, we made heaven, we made heaven boring. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I did a message a few weeks ago entitled The Eternal State. Yes. And I, I showed a cartoon picture. It said they had two guys on a cloud. Uh, both one guy had a harp and the other guy said, I miss stress. He said he missed stress, he misses stress, stress yeah. on the earth. Yeah. And I said, what you see there is not a picture of heaven. That's right. Uh, our eternity with God is going to be like we live in today upon a new earth without sin, sorrow, death, sickness. We're going to have an eternity uh, 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 on planet earth, on the new earth. Wow. And it's going to be awesome. We'll have families there. We'll have uh, houses there. Uh, I'll be to go to your house. Yeah, Pastor yeah, Mulaney, that's, that's doing, doing well, the that, eternal that, state. What was the fellow's name that wrote really the definitive book on heaven? Uh, Randy, Alcorn. Yeah, Randy Alcorn. Yeah, Randy Alcorn. Oh, I he love says, his book. If you want to see what heaven's going to be like, yes. go out and look out of your back window yes. and imagine everything perfect. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Yes. No mosquitoes. No mosquitoes. No chickens. No <laughs> see, what, what, what people don't understand is that God made man from the earth. Yes. It was always the will of God for us to exist here yes. on earth. Yes. If Father Adam had never sinned, where would he be today? He yes. would be right here, right here on planet earth. Yes. We would know him as Father, you That's know, right. Father Adam and Mom Eve. Yes. That was always the will of God. So what Christ has done by going to, to the cross, he paid the price to redeem us, humanity, yes. but he also had the crown of thorns to redeem planet earth. Creation is going to be re, re, redone. It's the kingdom that Jesus was meant to have. That yes. The apostles expected yes. him to take. Yes. And we'll get to see it. Yes. And I'm, I'm excited about now. Well, there's one issue that always bothered me about the millennial kingdom is that yes. for some reason God releases Satan at the end yes. and he leads an army against Jesus. Yes. Why does he release them and who's this army? Well, uh, one reason he's going to release them, and I, I've said this many times that God's going to even use uh, Satan in the end to, to purge the unredeemed. And in essence, what's going to happen, even though Christ would be here doing the millennial kingdom, you will still have people here in uh, a sinful nature. The ones and born to the, the ones, ones born, came out of the tribulation. Yes, uh, they'll still be giving and childbearing. And they're going to have billions of people born in the millennium. Okay. Yeah. Men will live a thousand years. The Bible says as long as a tree. And what's going to happen, you're going to have billions of people born, but they will still have the sin nature. They will still have to choose or reject Christ. Yeah. And believe it or not, some will reject Christ even in the millennium. I believe that what God's going to do when Satan is released in the end, it will expose the hearts of those who truly would not want to honor Christ. 
and then God's going to judge right. them and then judge right. Satan. And I, I think you're right, and God's going to prove something, and yes. that is that humanism, which is the religion of Satan, yes. teaches that man is basically good, yes. and that what we need to do is change society, and that will change people. Yeah. The only way people can be changed is through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Amen. God's going to prove that during the millennium. He's going to put uh, uh, have a, a thousand years of yes. people living in the flesh there, and they're going to have perfect peace, righteousness, and justice. They're going to have everything you could want, and yet at the end, they're going to rebel. Not all of them, but some of them are going to rebel. Yes, right. And God's going to prove once and for all, you cannot change people just by changing yes, the environment. In yes. fact, history goes in a circle. It begins with two people in a perfect environment yes. and they rebel. It ends with all of humanity in a perfect uh, uh, environment and a portion of them rebel. Rebels again. And people say to me, well, why would they rebel? They live in peace, righteousness. They can see Jesus. He's well, hey, He's been here before and all He did was love people yes. and heal people yes. and feed people. Yes. And what did they do? They killed Him. That's right. Well, see, David, the sin nature is still there if, even it. in the millennium. That's it. And see, God's going to put man in a perfect environment and show them, uh, without me, you still sin. I mean, uh, Christ will be there, but they won't, if they don't accept Him, they won't have a heart change. Well, brother, we only have about a minute left for, uh, for you to talk, and uh, yes. I just got to get to another topic real fast. Okay. Do you believe there's going to be a rapture of the church, and if so, when? Well, I believe it's soon. I don't know when, but I, I take rapture drills in the morning. Okay. <laughs> I take rapture drills. I believe the rapture is at hand. Now, the reason why I believe that, Dave, is because we see signs that point to the second coming of yes, Christ. Yes, right. And the now, tribulation. And the tribulation. So, all the signs of the times point to the second coming and tribulation. Yeah. None of them point to the rapture. Yeah. Now, if we're seeing signs today that point to the second coming, then how close is the rapture? Oh, the close. rapture is even Seven closer. Close. close. The rapture is imminent. So, you believe the rapture is most likely to occur before the tribulation begins? Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, it has to because the church is not a part of the tribulation. Yeah, we're promised uh, not that. Well, God's not only that, but that prophecy of the tribulation was an Old Testament prophecy taught the house of Israel. The church was not even around when Daniel's prophecy was given. In fact, given. we've been promised the protection from the wrath of That's God. That's true. That's right. We, we have not been appointed to the wrath to come. And yet we see so many people attacking the rapture. Yes. I don't understand them attacking it. I mean, these are Christians I'm talking about. I, I know what you mean. I, I deal with some of them as well. But I, I tell them this. I said, we spend too much time debating about the rapture that we miss the blessing of the rapture. The rapture is going to bring many benefits for the redeemed. I'm longing for it because it's going to usher me into the presence of Christ. I'm going to have a brand new body. Amen. Uh, I will forever live with the Lord. Yes. Uh, so shall I ever oh. be with, with Christ. I mean, I'm looking for the benefits of the rapture. And can you imagine the horror of being left behind? It's going to be unbelievable. But I, I do think this, Dave, those that are left behind, I believe there'd be a great revival after that. Uh, People may so. have heard the gospel, didn't respond, and they're going to realize, oh my God, I made the mistake of my life. Yeah. And they will commit to Christ, which would be a commitment even unto death. Yes, it I will believe be. that. Most I of believe, them I really will die that. because of that but commitment. I'm That's going true. in the first load, Dave. Well, Don, thank you for being on today. Well, Give us that email address, one, one uh, or, or our website. website address. Our website is number 2 prophecy.org. And if you can't find it there, just go to Google and put in Evangelist Donald Perkins and my site will okay. come up. Okay. Well, I pray God will continue to bless your ministry mightily, brother. Thank you. Thank and you. folks, he's available to come to your church and yes. speak. Well, that's our program for this week. I hope it's been a blessing to you, and I hope the Lord willing you'll be back with us again next week. Until then, this is Dave Reagan speaking for Lamb and Lion Ministries saying, look up, be watchful, for our redemption is drawing near. Greetings in the name of Jesus. The staff at Lamb and Lion Ministries is very blessed and encouraged by the faithful support of all our Prophecy Partners who generously donate to this ministry every month. Your donations allow us to proclaim the soon return of our Lord Jesus Christ through our television show Christ in Prophecy, 
and through our magazine, website, conferences, and the many ministries we support, both domestic and international. If you are not partnering with us and would like to, we invite you to do so for a donation of just $25 a month or a one-time donation of $300 a year. As a Prophecy Partner, you will receive six issues of our exciting magazine, The Lamplighter, and six other, including either publications or videos. One of those gifts will be our annual Holy Land Calendar. Please partner with us to share the good news of Jesus' return. Call the number on your screen or go onto our website and become a Prophecy Partner today. I'm Todd Hutchinson with Lamb and Lion Ministries saying, Look up, be watchful, for our redemption is drawing near. Christ in Prophecy is made possible through the faithful and generous support of viewers like you. Please consider making a donation to Lamb and Lion Ministries so that we can continue broadcasting the message of Jesus' soon return. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you for joining us on today's Christ in Prophecy, a presentation of Lamb and Lion Ministries, a non-denominational ministry dedicated to teaching the fundamentals of biblical prophecy and proclaiming the soon return of Jesus.